Hello and welcome to Charmed and Alarmed. This podcast is dedicated to all things witchy and metaphysical. So whether you're a baby witch, an expert, or just want to learn about some spooky stuff, you're in the right place. I'm Shelby. I'm Lauren. And I'm Brittany. Today we'll be going over some crystal knowledge, but first we wanted to thank all of our new listeners. We launched and you guys listened and we really appreciate it. Thank you so much for everybody who's listened, who's reviewed. Um, that, that really helps us out. And thanks to all of the emails and that we've gotten. Um, we're just really excited to have launched and people listen with their ears. We, I mean, I saw some statistics. We had people in Germany, unless somebody was using like a VPN, but like we had listeners yeah. in Germany. We had listeners in... Um, Did you say Belgium at one point? Belgium, Yeah. yeah. Just, so I w- yeah, I wonder how many of them are actually international versus a VPN. Yeah. yeah. We can just pretend they're international. <laughs> I'm pretending for real. <laughs> so how are you guys today? Brittany, how are you feeling? I know you've been sick. <laughs> if Brittany's um, laugh is a lot quieter today, it's not my editing. No, I... <laughs> Yeah, so I had uh, COVID, and um, I tested negative since Thursday, but I'm still dealing with the lingering after effects. Um, And I was telling Shelby before we started, it's mainly I'm tired, I'm very congested, and uh, COVID brain is very real. Uh, it's like somebody took my ADHD and turned it all, turned it all the way up. Like it took the knob and turned it to full max. So, um, if I seem quite loopy today, I apologize. Um, hey, we're here for the loopy. I'm, I, I'm excited for the loopy. Um, I, Brittany, you are the last holdout of all three of us to get it. Oh, yeah. um, so you you managed to to stay the longest only by yeah. a couple months because I just got it in September. So yeah, um, eh, you know it kind of it definitely uh, made Halloween different. Yeah, um, I was listening to our last episode and I was kind of laughing because I was talking about if I don't throw a Halloween party, I'm either very sick or dead. And so I well, obviously, she literally had the plague, the right? Plague. Like you know I, the plague. I canceled my Halloween party because, I mean, I, I had COVID and I was testing positive and I right. felt like hot garbage. So, like, I mean, I still did uh, stuff on Halloween. It was just um, solitary, mm-hmm. which was which is fine. But, yeah, I, I, I had to laugh at the irony. It's very <laughs> lucky that spirits can't get COVID. Mm. So you got to celebrate with just them. Right. And then I went to bed super early. Like I put, I took one of our chairs and I put it on our front porch and I dumped, like I, I got one of those giant freaking mungus bags of candy from Hy-Vee and I just ripped it open and like didn't touch any of the actual candy, dumped it into like the little trick or treat thing, set it on the chair and then put the chair in front of our front door and turned oh, yeah. on the light. And I was just like, they'll figure it out. Yeah, I think they can they can figure that out. Yeah, and then I did my ancestor table, and I did um, a couple of Samhain Halloween readings, uh, and then I went to sleep. 
<laughs> it was nice. like eight o'clock. I was like, well, good night. But then I had a dream about my grandpa. So that was really cool. So. Oh, like, yeah. I had crazy COVID dreams. Yeah. So it was it was really cool. Lauren, how about you? You feeling you feeling good? You feeling footloose and fancy free? Uh, I don't know about footloose or fancy <laughs> right now. I'm in my cozy clothes. Um, I'm so you're not free. feeling. Yeah, I'm free, <laughs> and I'm healthy. So yeah. Knock on, knock on wood. Knock on wood. This time of year, especially with with what you do with a bunch of kids around, yeah. they always are. Well, I've had COVID sick. three times now, so Oof. I'm hoping my. Uh, my immune system's built up enough to it's like <laughs> right good for the most part. So well, I got so scared because I have a coworker who got it twice in three months, and like most oh, people are like, "Oh, she's just using it as an excuse." Like, no, like she and I are friends. Like, I know she got it. Um, and so like when I got it in September, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I can still get it around Christmas." Like, I'm I'm still like. Gosh, you guys, I'm still wearing like four masks when I go outside. <laughs> like I'm one step away from a hazmat suit still oh. every time I go outside because I just, well, I just don't want to get it again for real because it's mm. just, is not, it's not fun. It's not fun to be isolated. It's not fun to be sick. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then I don't want it to like be worse than it was. So yeah, hazmat suit Shelby is what they call <laughs> me around town. So that would today, be interesting to see. <laughs> I know. Wouldn't it be fun? Um, but today we're going to talk about something that is way more fun, which is crystals. Um, so do you guys have any like information that you know about crystals? Do you know any like basic knowledge? Because if you don't, I do. I'm going to go over <laughs> all of it. I did a bunch of research for it. So. I'm sure I'm going to learn a lot because I don't have like... I have like the things you pick up by reading like little posts that are on Instagram and whatnot. Yeah. Or on Pinterest. (laughs) Yes. I've had, I don't know. I've I've asked a lot of people um, different things about crystals and I've had different people tell me different things. Um, One of the first times I was ever introduced to crystals was um, my uncle collects uh, spheres, like crystal spheres. Um, And they're made up of a bunch of different types of minerals. And so he would do this experiment where he would go, okay, I'm going to hold, and he would hold them all the exact same way. And he would concentrate on either making it hot or making it cold. And we would, it was like a game that we would play and see if we could make it hot or make it cold. Um, That's fun. Were they like different minerals or were they like, uh, were the spheres made of different substances or were they like the exact same? No, they're all different substances. He had one that was Jasper. He had one that was, uh, oh, nope, can't remember. I remember the Jasper one, but he had a whole bunch of different ones. Um, and he even had one that was made of fossilized wood. Ooh. And that one was really, that one was really interesting because, um, sometimes, and you know, I didn't know if this was psychosomatic or not, but sometimes we would hold it and we would talk about how sometimes it felt like it was electric or like vibrating or something. And um, it just depended on like which one, Uh, but the wood one was the most interesting, but yeah, it was, I mean, we just kind of did it as a game. It wasn't until I was much older that I was like, 
wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, yeah. I don't know much other than that. <clears throat> yeah, I was pretty um, crystals illiterate before before doing all this research. So, but first I want, I did, usually Brittany is the one who does all of our disclaimers, but today <laughs> I'm going to do the disclaimer. Um, we're not going to go over the science of if it's like real or if it's fake or, you know, what in the psychology of blah, 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 blah. Um, the worst thing that you can happen after you listen to this episode is you go buy a pretty rock or an ugly rock. Um, well, I guess the worst thing that could happen is you go um, buy a rock to cure cancer instead of going to a doctor. And that's not mm-hmm. what we're here to do. We're a pretty pro take your meds podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of people in a bunch of different communities, like the new age community, the like health craze community, vegan, et cetera. Um, you know, say one thing or another is a cure all and you don't have to listen to doctors or science because it's really did cure their cancer or whatever. And I worked with people doing clinical studies. Like I work in, in a, uh, an environment where they do the clinical trials for like, you know, the COVID vaccine or mm-hmm. cancer drugs, stuff like that. Um, and so I see the rigorous, um, you know, process that they go through to make, um, you know, most new medications. And obviously, as with everything in a capitalist society, um, there's vast room for improvement. I'm not saying that, you know, the the way all studies are run or whatever is perfect, but nothing is a cure-all. Um, don't use crystals to cure anything. We're not here to say crystals <laughs> don't work for us or our needs or somebody else's. We're just here to say that we don't support going to a crystal instead of a doctor. Um, they're pretty rocks that can give you strength. They're not antibiotics. So that's my little uh, my little <laughs> soapbox that I'm going to die on, the hill I'm going to die on, um, because, you know, don't just go to a doctor or if you don't like going to a doctor find something that works for you but you know do what works for you and don't push it on anyone else right like I think that if you're going to use it in your practice like whatever that looks like then great but I'm definitely a big um supporter of you know use modern medicine with um Mm-hmm. you know, folk medicine and right. herbalism. It's not an and, either or, it's a both yeah. and. Right. I think that, you know, it's definitely something you can intermingle and mix. But yeah, I, I don't, I absolutely hate it when I see something that it's just like, you know, you don't need to take, like the biggest one I've seen recently is you don't need to take your mental health medications. Mm-hmm. Um, you just Trust go- me, I do. Yeah, me too. <laughs> But it's like, you just need to go get a crystal balancing. And I'm like, um, no. I mean, that sounds great. Crystals I'm... can't work through this trauma. Right. <laughs> I was like, I think that's great. It sounds super relaxing. But like, what does that have to do with? Yeah. So what I was going to interject with is I think like in crystals, we'll say, they have more of like they set the intention for you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you're subconsciously trying to carry that intention with you to help you heal and i think that does play a big part in your healing you got to believe it too Mm -hmm. so well and um, yes i also have yeah (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) i also have this and you know like we've said before in other episodes um there might be yet unknown science behind it why people feel better after doing like a crystal healing ritual or something like that and maybe we'll know someday or maybe it's the placebo effect um but i always 
you know, keep in the back of my mind, like, well, the placebo effect is still effective. Oh, yeah. Um, So, (laughs) you know, even if it is like, who cares if it's the placebo effect or not, if it's working. Um, But we're not. Or maybe we're just putting too much into pretty rock home decor. Who knows? Uh, Not us. We're a free podcast. Um, (laughs) Don't take medical advice from us, except for when we tell you to go to therapy. That's it. (laughs) That's my soapbox. Unless we're telling you just go to therapy, don't listen to us or do who cares. Um, So how so I Lauren started touching on this, but I had this next is um, how do we like to use crystals? So I like to do kind of what Lauren does and use them as a reminder um, and like help me set intentions. Um, I don't necessarily believe that they do that much themselves. Um, Like, you know, this crystal specifically does this or this crystal specifically does that. And, um, but when you're as forgetful as I am, um, a reminder of an intention goes a long way. And I think that, um, you know, what Lauren was saying too is, is, and they've, there were some studies that I came across when I was researching that I didn't really want to get into, but there is some study on like, you know, having an intention um, and having the idea in your brain does help your body, you know, mm-hmm. do, do some stuff. Um, and I, I'll go into it later about um, there's a book called the body keeps the score and I'll put a link to it um, in the description of the show with the author's name because I can't think of it right now. Will you um, also do that for the articles you just talked about? Oh yeah, for I sure. would love to read. <clears throat> yeah, read those. they're linked in the in the different you know things that I I will link in our description. Yeah. Um, I have uh, the body keeps the score on my Audible, mm-hmm. but I kind of allow myself to do like one mm-hmm. of those types of books. Every it's, few months, it's so hard, especially when they're talking about like the how that book, you know, a basic rundown. If you don't know, it goes over how um, your nervous system holds on to trauma and, mm-hmm. you know, why, how it can affect you physically, um, mm-hmm. not just mentally and emotionally um, and how it can, you know, go generationally as well. Um, but it's hard to listen to because he does describe a lot of the traumas that people have gone through that he's studied um Mm -hmm. you know it's a hard listen right so or read if you're reading I listen to it too so so I was like you know I will get around to that one Mm -hmm. of these days today's not that day right yeah one of these days um but Brittany how else do you like to use crystals do you use them like we do like an intention or do you do rituals with them or I, I charge my tarot decks with them, charge or cleanse or whatever. I yeah. put them by my tarot decks and stuff. For me, it's mainly um, I'll feel called to wear a specific crystal. Mm-hmm. And usually I have no freaking clue why. <laughs> but I'm like, well, um, I've, I've rolled so much with my intuition before that I kind of go, well, there must be a reason. Yeah. Um, and then usually, like, I'll look it up later, and it usually has something to do with what I was going through at the time. Um, <clears throat> but honestly, like, not really. I don't really use them that much. Not because I don't, not because I dislike them. It just, I haven't felt called mm-hmm. to use them. So in the future, I might. Um, yeah. But right now, it's more of I like them for 
their aesthetics. I like, I'm, you know, bitches love pretty rocks. I am bitches. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and I do have a few that I gravitate towards. I, I like their um, energy, mm-hmm. but yeah, I just don't really, I just don't really use them. Not that there's, you know, not that I think anything yeah. one way or the other. I just don't use them. Well, it's funny because you talk about them. It sounds like you will wear jewelry with them in it, which is, yeah, yeah that's different than how I do it. I just haven't bought any crystal jewel. Like I said, like I only had an amethyst, like a chunk of amethyst. Like it's a pretty big, like hold in your hand size chunk. It's so a lethal like, weapon chunk. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a weapon to protect if you're being attacked size chunk. Um, so, but none of mine are like in jewelry. So I like, will put it in my purse or mm. carry it in my pocket to like help me like mm-hmm. when I go into like, um, you know, job meetings where I'm a little bit nervous and feel mm-hmm. a little out of my depth, I'll carry some with me. I do have a rose quartz heart that I carry in my Very coat cute. pocket um, yeah. because the heart is like my symbol or how like, I don't know, a long time ago I read that everybody has a shape that like is associated with them. And I was like, mine's a fucking heart straight <laughs> up. And, like, and I was like, everyone can kiss my butt. And then, <laughs> you know, I like rose quartz. So I always, I've kept that with me. So I guess like, yeah, I kind of do that, but it's usually a necklace I'll wear. Yeah. Um, sometimes a ring, but yeah. Lauren, do you, are you more jewelry? Like are all yours of those hunks? things, yeah. All of it? Um, I wish I had more money to spend on crystal jewelry or even like <laughs> the big chunks of crystal that you see. Right, Especially yeah. the points or towers or whatever you want to call them. Oh, yeah. Right. They're so gorgeous. I just, yeah. But for the most part, what I do is I charge my decks with selenite. Mm. So that helps cleanse and charge. Um Brittany has given me a clear quartz crystal ball, which is super gorgeous. I haven't really messed with it yet. It's only like the size of like, it's actually smaller than the size of my palm. So yeah. Um, Let's see. And then jewelry. I do think that there is like a energy that they kind of give off only because they're atoms i mean everything's mm-hmm. made up of energy essentially so well, I and some of those carry. articles that i didn't get into talk about how um like they found that rose quartz can hold like a charge and can start strike you can strike it to make um uh, sparks like a spark yeah with oh, it okay. um it oh, can hold okay. like electrons or something i don't know i didn't read it obviously didn't they, didn't they use crystals and watches for a long time to like keep them working we'll go over that in our crystals deep dive episode because Uh, i didn't come across that this is Um, our crystals basics episode so think basic bees um a lot of rose quartz and amethysts gonna come at you this episode i will say lauren mentioned selenite and then i remembered something else that i do um because my my brain's trying real hard today, guys. <laughs> you know, I feel like it's um, working. It remembered um, something when it heard something, and that's how brains yay, work. Yay. Um, I use selenite as chalk. So, like, um, under my welcome mat, I'll put a protection sigil or a symbol um, because it, it it marks like chalk. So really? you can, you yeah, so you can do that. Like, you can put wards up around your domicile or um, – you can use it on 
a chalkboard or whatever. But yeah, selenite you can use just like you use chalk, and um, you use it to charge your tarot decks. Um, yeah, I think uh, it probably has some sort of protection property too i don't know i was just i learned you could use it as chalk and then started looking up how people do it and um that really resonated with me so i I I must start doing that i'm gonna write my full moon reminders in selenite then but maybe one day i'll remember did i remember (laughs) this time no i did not this last new moon no hey the Um, update to our moon episode nope shelby has not remembered yet (laughs) but you know it, when this comes out it will be another new moon um yeah so well, in, in two we'll days see. we have um a full lunar. lunar eclipse yeah yeah so you know maybe we, lauren maybe one of us between the two of us oh, will tell remind shelby, shelby. <laughs> we'll do a fucking reading bitch <laughs> like, and I'm, also, like, I'm too sleepy I'm too, also a selenite um dissolves in water over time yeah. too so that is another thing i don't know shelby if you're going to get into it um charging water with crystals you have to be really really mm-hmm. really careful with that because a lot of crystals are water soluble and yeah. are poisonous so so if it ends in ite it's a pretty good like signifier that it's gonna dissolve in crystal or dissolve in water Oh my God, Lauren hitting us with the science over here. Look at you. It's like you one go. of the few things I can give you right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's important. It's important. Yeah, it's important. Don't- I just, I will Google it before I put any of mine in water because, like, my, my amethyst got pretty dirty over the years because uh, mm. it was just sitting and getting dusted. And I don't dust. Mm. Um, so <laughs> it's got time to dust. It's I was good. raised in a non-dusting household. I don't dust. So it got pretty dirty. So then when I started like using it by my tarot decks, I was like, I should clean this so it feels like I respect it. And uh, so I you know, Googled it and it was like, okay, you can put amethyst in water. So I know that one's okay. But all the other ones, I don't get wet unless I Google it first because I knew about the chalk one that can go selenite can can be water soluble because because Brittany told me most of the things I know is because Brittany or Lauren (laughs) told me um so a crystal is any solid material in which the component atoms are arranged in a definite pattern so basically like a crystal when when it goes from liquid to solid it gets in a very orderly pattern so ice is um, an example of a crystal. Um, mm. So yeah, I didn't know that. Snowflakes, table I mean, it salt, makes sense. Yeah, so. salt, diamonds count. Um, I I left that capitalist rant out, but we can rant about diamonds today. <laughs> Don't get us started. They're not any more special than any other gemstone. Thank you for coming to our TED talk. Um, <laughs> So um, they, sometimes they're called crystalline solids. Um, and so they're, they're, it's, I mean, it's microscopic, the, the order, because it's like how the atoms are formed. Um, so things like glass are not crystals because they just get hard. They're a viscous fluid. Um, so it, the, the glass is technically a fluid in that it's not, in this structure, it's just like a whole little mess of atoms just chilling. So um, things like, you know, crystal crystal glassware with air quotes 
is technically not a crystal. It's just really pretty glass. If you like it though, and it brings you joy or it brings brings you intention, go ahead and use it as a crystal. Nobody cares. You know, and crystal <laughs> wine glasses make the best like bong whenever you like right? click them yeah. together. Um, I don't have sensory things or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so crystals can be classified in general c- categories like insulator, metals, semiconductors, um, and molecular solids. So um, if if it's an insulator, it's usually transparent. Um, one example that I saw listed was rose quartz, or not rose quartz, clear quartz. Hmm. Uh, Metals are usually shiny unless they've rusted. Semiconductors are sometimes shiny and sometimes transparent, but don't ever get rusty. Um, And then many crystals can be classified um, as like several different types. Um, Like so they can be, they can have uh, characteristics of both, like several types. So they can um, be in they can be in several different categories at the same time. Right, yeah. <clears throat> so um, like like a Venn diagram and they right, touch yeah. several different yeah, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. they're not like static category because it's all nature. It's like right. really hard to categorize things that are just like floating around in space and came to earth, you know. <laughs> all I can think about is have you guys seen that um graph where it's like um it's it has like it's cats and it's like fluffy um normal goblin and then it's like a slinky normal chonk <laughs> and like <laughs> so that's all i can think about with like crystals they, yeah. it can fit in multiple categories it can be multiple it can be chonk and slender right or what chonk and slinky right um so crystals, like everything in nature, can have defects, um, and that doesn't make them any any worse or any better than any other crystal. So All defects I are think fine. it makes them unique. Right, and yeah. I sometimes will pick a crystal because of the defect. Right, yeah. They should rename it. should be right. like Anomaly. That would be fun. That's a nice, fun name with no stigma. An anomalous well, crystal. Well, I mean, it is when you think about it. Like, right. Yeah. You know, something happened to make it form differently than. Right. So know. some of the types of the defects are a vacancy where it's missing an atom where it should be in the pattern mm-hmm. um, or in interstitials, um, which are an extra atom between the. So it, it's called a, a crystal lattice is the like structure that it forms. So in between the lattice sites, which are where the atoms go in the structure, um, there will be an atom in in between two of those. Um, and so a lot of times those will come together because a like a atom will get knocked out of place while mm-hmm. it's forming. Um, so it'll leave a vacancy in one spot and then a interstitial in a where that atom moved to right Um, so it's like one one space the space it used to be in is vacant and now it's sharing a space with another atom or it's like next to another atom right in the in a a space where it's not there's not supposed to be an atom right Um, interstitial sounds like um the name of an imp yeah (laughs) i was thinking like it sounds like it should be from space like it's like interstellar it's interstellar right and feel free to email me if we're if we're doing it wrong a a lovely um listener sent us in a correction about um in our Samhain episode we spoke some gaelic very poorly at you um (laughs) apparently the 
I think it was the MN in Gaelic makes a V sound like a V um, because there's no letter V in Gaelic is what this listener told me. Um, And I'm taking it as facts because our listeners are the best listeners. Um, Oh, the MH. It's MH. So in Scottish Gaelic, the MH sounds like a V because they don't have the letter V in their language. And that was from um, at nut that held its ground on Instagram. And I'll check with her if that's okay to share. So, but anyway, feel free to correct me on my uh, pronunciation. Interstitial. Interstitial. That's how it's, I mean, that's how it looks. Inner schnitzel. A Wiener schnitzel (laughs) is when the atom moves out of the way. Um, And then I knew this because I had a kit when I was little that I never used. So I've never done it. But crystals can be formed with a solution using the power of science. Very exciting. So, um, you know, you can look up how to grow them on wikihow.com, which is where I looked. Um, And there's, you know, where you can use some tap water, some borax, and some food coloring. Yeah, there's a lot of lab-grown gems. Yeah, and there's, you know, they're just like any other gem. They're just grown in a lab instead of the ground. Right. So here's some information from Rebecca Coffey that she wrote in 20 Things You Didn't Know About Crystals in 2011. So it may have changed since then, but I don't think so because it's just crystals. Um, We went over that um, leaded crystal glass isn't actually a crystal. It's glass and glass isn't a crystal because it's like viscous and their their atoms don't form a structure. Um, They're just willy-nilly. Um, snow is an example of a crystal, um, but only when it's really cold, cause then it becomes a liquid after that. And then it's not a crystal anymore. Um, so this is where I figured out when I was looking up crystals, I was like, why are they talking about metals? It's cause I was thinking of gemstones. So if anybody's wondering why this seems like such a broad topic, it's because I didn't know what I was talking about when we picked the episode topic. <laughs> so gemstones are a type of crystal um, and they are, you know, usually made from minerals um, and they can be, you know, cut and polished and, you know, given different sides or polished into a sphere like you guys have talked about. They're used in jewelry and other adornments. Um, some things that aren't crystals. Um, I didn't, because again, I don't know whatever I'm talking about. Um, opal isn't a crystal. It's classified as a mineraloid. Um, and it doesn't have the like crystalline structure. It's just mm-hmm. kind of like chilling in there with a bunch of stuff. Um, same with lapis lazuli is not a crystal either. Oh, um, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> I know, right? Um, And that's why I included it because I was like, well, for our purposes, it's going to be a crystal today. Um, (laughs) Well, there's a difference between like the scientific term for something and the term for it. So yeah, we're just going over the scientific technicality. technically a crystal, but does it have some powers? Probably. Um, (laughs) So here's, here's what everybody is waiting for. The like what each crystal does. Cause I know some, like I was told by a friend 
this is good for X, Y, Z. And then I get it. And then I kind of, I'm like, okay, well, this is what I take when I go to a job interview and I want to feel like I'm super smart. Um, And like I said before, it could be the placebo effect. It could be the power of suggestion. It could be our mind having, um, you know, more ability to foster healing than we give it credit for. It could be all of that. It Um, doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. And none (laughs) of it matters. It's all the whole universe is made up. So we're in a simulation. Just kidding. Um, (laughs) So here's some different ones. So clear quartz. Um, is good for healing and supporting the energetic system. And this is where I was going to talk about like the body heals the score, how our body holds on to trauma in the nervous system. So, you know, when you have a crystal that can like hold energy, because like I said in the beginning, usually um, conductors are clear and clear quartz is clear. So, you know, if you have some wibbly wobbly stuff going on in your nervous system with all of your energies and you have a clear quartz, I feel like that might help get it into a more uh, aligned system instead of a wibbly wobbly system in your body. Um, And who knows how it works and honestly, who cares if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So, you know, your mileage may vary and you'll figure it out as you go along. Um, But I also like to think of Um, the chakras in kind of the same way um, that like your chakras are just like part of your nervous system. Um, So like when I'm doing like a chakra meditation, I sort of Mm. think about it in, in terms of like the nervous system and how the body, how the body keeps the score. Um, (laughs) That's interesting. You mentioned that Um, I was listening to, this was a long time ago. I was listening to, um, an actual guru like he was actually Indian and you know worked with those practices Um, and he talked about how the chakras are almost perfectly aligned with different major glands in your body Mm -hmm. and so that makes sense with your nervous system because your nervous system works with everything but especially your glands and I was like that yeah. is really cool when you stop and you start thinking about it. So Right. Yeah. Well, and then when you like start thinking about um, – because like for me, I have a lot of GI issues um, and I have a lot of like trauma that started from not feeling safe and secure in my home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the the safety and security chakra is down by your gut. Mm-hmm. like. So, you know, when I, when I kind of like found that out, I was like, you know what, whether this is true or not, I think this idea is going to help me. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter to me if it's true or not. It's true for me and it's true for how I'm going to help heal my body. Um, And like I have said a hundred thousand times on this podcast before, I still go to the doctor. Like I still take my, my maintenance (laughs) medications to help with my GI issues, I, you know, I'm, I'm still doing all of that, but I also, you know, it's a both and, and I both anded it with some chakra work and I, you know, I carry my clear quartz with me when I, um, cause it's supposed to help amplify energy and aid in concentration and memory. So I take it to, with me to like important meetings and stuff at work to help me feel more confident and, you know, make sure my ideas get heard and 
that's more of like a setting intention side of it too. Mm-hmm. Um, rose quartz is supposed to encourage love and trust, um, help restore trust and harmony in relationships, um, enhance connection, provide comfort, um, calm during times of grief, encourage love, respect, trust, and self-worth. So it's basically a little Britney in a stone. I was no. like, no wonder I like it so much. <laughs> it's like carrying a little teeny tiny Britney around with you wherever you go. Um, so if you're wondering what Britney is like in person, first of all, it's exactly like on this podcast. We don't have personas. Yes, we are all just just like this. Um, but also all of those other things. So grab yourself a rose quartz and grab yourself a rose Brittany. quartz and you'll, you'll be almost as lucky as me and Lauren. Oh, um, guys. <laughs> Jasper. Um, I'm too sick is, for so many compliments. <laughs> <laughs> I have no Jas- defense. <laughs> Jasper provides support during stress, um, empower and lift the spirit um, support you in times of stress when you're preparing to full or preparing you to fully show up. So like really give you those like strength card vibes. If you're like relating it to tarot, which I do my entire life, just relate to tarot now. So, um, anytime something bad happens, I'm like, Oh God, tower card vibes. Right. Um, and it's supposed to, absorb negative vibes which I just like the way that's phrased like the word vibes has been like so I don't know it's evolved so much Mm -hmm. recently in the Mm -hmm. language where it's just like vibes that like I'm sure when this was written a long time ago like vibes was not as as a ridiculous sounding term but I like it it absorbs negative vibes and I really appreciate that from Jasper I think vibes is a good word to just explain like right. energies. Oh, it's my like, favorite it's word. It's just yeah. the pop culture word of describing right. energies. And I kind of mm-hmm. I'm kind of into it because it's nice to see that we're starting to kind of have this awakening right. all over the world about like stuff the tone is of al- the environment matters. Yeah, and that you so know? many stuff is so much stuff is interconnected way 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 more than we have really ever given it. Um, credence yeah yes thank you yeah Mm -hmm. my brain was just like pause please and I was like I need you to (laughs) play actually (laughs) so which go ahead which one was that we were just talking about Jasper 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 absorbs negative vibes and Jasper is for when you want to call in sick because the vibes are off and you right. can't because you have a mortgage to pay. So you just put some Jasper in your pocket and you go, you know what? This is going to absorb all of the negative vibes. And if Brenda from accounting calls me one more time about my overdue expense report, I'm going to throw it at her. That's what Jasper's for. So again, <laughs> don't take our <laughs> advice. We're a free podcast. <laughs> um obsidian which i really like obsidian it's very i find it like really beautiful for being like completely black and dark and like Mm -hmm. you know spooky now wait a minute wouldn't obsidian not be considered a crystal because it is glass it's a type of glass 
Is it a type of glass? Yeah, obsidian. I is looked a type it up and it said it had a crystalline structure. Let's look it up real quick. Is it like one of those few that like changes once it's hardened? Is it, if it's hardened, is it a different classification? Right. Let's see. We're gonna go to Wikipedia, everybody's favorite source. Wikipedia um, is a naturally occurring volcanic glass mm-hmm. formed when lava mm-hmm. extruded from a volcano cools rapidly with minimal crystal growth. So But see, it's like crystal It has growth. both words in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> So it sounds like it has minimal crystal growth. So I think there are some crystalline structures, but not many. So I think it doesn't. I could kind of see because not every piece of obsidian I've ever like witnessed or have looked upon has been like that, that glassy look. Yeah. I don't know how to, that black glass looked. It. It's hard, brittle, and amorphous, which I think the amorphous kind of leans towards the like minimal crystal growth. I think it right. just cools so fast that, that it just it doesn't have time to even create a structure. Right. Because um, I know that because I, I, I absolutely love obsidian too, and I know that you can turn it into um, gem quality and use it in jewelry. I know that. Um, some of it doesn't have that super glassy quality, um, but it's still obsidian. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's wicked sharp if you make um, – well, it's just wicked sharp. But they used to use it um, a long, 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 long time ago. We're talking about, like, Neolithic era. They would make knives and slicing tools out of it because it was so freaking sharp. The only problem is that, it's, like you said, it's extremely brittle. Mm-hmm. So you could have an arrow tip that was obsidian and use it several times, but it wouldn't last nearly as long as something else. So Yeah. So <clears throat> there's we learned tangent. about <laughs> obsidian. I I just did a quick Google on it for a second because I was like, I don't know if that is. And apparently you need to read the whole Wikipedia article, you guys. <laughs> um, learn from my mistakes. So obsidian is used to shield against physical and emotional negativity, um, get rid of emotional blockages, promote qualities of strength and clarity and compassion, and help you find your true sense of self. So I have a friend. I think he gave me obsidian. I can't 100% remember. I'm pretty sure it's obsidian. Um, I'll have to ask him because he'll know because he's like my crystal expert. We'll probably have him on the podcast one day. Um <laughs> But he gave me some um, after he did a tarot card reading for me. And it was, um, you know, because those are all things that I need, like, you know, clarity, finding yourself, getting rid of emotional blockages. Like, that's like 100% what I need. Um, So I I actually really like obsidian. I found a lot of um, black stones. And crystals mm-hmm. are usually used as protection. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got myself like a little teeny tiny onyx crow. I love onyx. Um, There's something about onyx. I don't know what it is, but I love that it. That sounds so adorable. Oh, I'm going to find it. Hold on. Okay. It's a little onyx crow. I got I my son that. a, you know, and I can't remember the name of. Oh, that is so adorable. That's well, cute. we see it. Shelby will have to take a picture and post it. Yeah, I'll have it to post it on the Instagram. But I got to... it because I knew like I needed like protection. It 
it was a crow on on the um display tag yeah. when I bought it. But I bought it because I was like, I need protection at work. Mm-hmm. And it's always at right. work. Um, because you know, people are just annoying and I have to keep myself from doing their jobs. So Yeah. What so do you I was trying oh. to say to Brittany was I bought myself my son a black crystal i'm thinking it's onyx i could be wrong in the shape Mm -hmm. of a heart because when he was younger he was going through like this i'm scared of the dark or being alone like phase and i Mm -hmm. like told him i was like okay this is here to bring you like the strength and protect you from those negative vibes and Mm -hmm. and even just putting those intentions into him like helped so yeah Yeah. is it heavy it's heavy well i mean it's like the size of a palm so right but so it would yeah it be... was a heavier denser it's probably it's probably onyx then um yeah my I obsidian just, doesn't feel i mean it's a really tiny piece right that i have that i think is obsidian i don't really know um, <laughs> but it's not heavy at all yeah because obsidian is kind of it's i mean it's, it's a glass so it will have some heft to it but um i found that jet which is another black stone is super light. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you pick it up, pick something up and it's a black stone of some sort, and it seems like too light, like you're confused by how light it is. It's probably jet. So pro tips for all of our buyers out there. Right. <laughs> um, amethyst, which was what my favorite was um, in the episode one. Um, is for purifying, enhancing willpower. Again, stuff I need. Um, help rid the mind of negative thoughts. <laughs> stuff I need. Right. Um, so I use amethyst in conjunction with sertraline, the antidepressant, <laughs> to help get rid of my negative thoughts. It's a both and um, bring forth humility. I don't. I don't. It hasn't done that for me, you guys. Uh, you don't need to be humble. <laughs> Being for like not Capricorns, that's for sure. Um, or Scorpios. Yeah. <laughs> spiritual wisdom, um, promote willpower and healthy choices, uh, aid in sleep and demystifying dreams. I don't need aid in sleep. I sleep very well all the time. Okay. Um, Bloodstone apparently has helped improve circulation and provide support for blood related issues again please see a doctor for all of your blood related issues maybe take some bloodstone with you to your appointment um have you ever seen bloodstone no let's google it so it's tricky because most bloodstone is green and has flecks of red in it and it's called bloodstone oh, yeah, because it, it looks does. like blood splatter Oh my gosh. So Bloodstone is great for true crime podcasters. (laughs) It's best to use it in conjunction with a true crime podcast. Or if you're Spock, then it makes sense. (laughs) Right. Um, It's supposed to draw off um, negative. Sorry, I didn't get that Spock reference. Can we? uh... I didn't either. I skipped uh... over it, so I wouldn't look dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Shelby. Um, Thanks. (laughs) uh, uh, What is he, a Vulcan? Vulcan. Uh, yeah. I yeah, know that. They, they have green blood. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Well, now you know. Now I know. Yeah. I see. All I know about Spock is that they, um, Vulcans don't want 
don't have like don't show emotion or don't have emotion or something. We don't have intensive emotions as humans. Although depending on which Trekkie you talk to, there is some controversy around that. I myself am not a Trekkie. I uh, do you live when, with Trekkies? Is that how you know all this? Yeah, when a tall husband is a Trekkie. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So well, I, I we always it. called it when dealing with the family member that I am now estranged with. Mm-hmm. Um, we would, Before we were all estranged with her, we'd call it going Vulcan, where we wouldn't be able to show any emotion because we knew that she was trying to like bait us. Oh. Uh, so that's what we would call going Vulcan. We'd send the like this emoji. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the two, the two, fa- the, you know, the Vulcan symbol. Yeah, emoji. the Vulcan symbol with your Yeah. yeah. The live long and prosper. Right. Symbol. Yeah. yeah. So we'd have to go Vulcan for that person. Now we don't have to because we're all estranged. Yeah. <laughs> 10 out of 10 can recommend. Um, so it's um, in- encouraging the circulation of ideas and energy. I like that idea more than like helps provide blood support. Less less into that description. Well, um, if you've got more, if you got better circulation to your brain and more oxygen, right. then you know your brain needs that to think thoughts. So right. That seems to be in tandem with. Each yeah. Other. I'm so tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's supposed to promote selflessness, creativity, and idealism. Um, reduce irritability, which I now I kind of want some because yeah, <laughs> I could use that. I was just thinking that reduces impatience. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, tiger's eye provide motivation and lessen fear, so that's like really good for work um, or other stuff. Like especially if I worked a job like Lauren's where I had to be around children, I would need a lot of tiger's eye to get through that. <laughs> I associate um, one of my sisters with a tiger's eye. Yeah. That makes sense. The now. little one? No. The big one? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to figure out which one. I like um, how all of uh, Brittany's like relationships are little or big. Little, little or big. <laughs> right. Small or large. Small or large. I'm the medium. That's tall why. Tall or short. <laughs> <Right>? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the in-between, so it's always bigger, tall, smaller, short. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, it, Tiger's Eye can help rid your mind and body of fear, anxiety, and self-doubt. Really, I should get this. Um, uh, guide you to harmony and balance um, and make you clear – oh, and help you make clear conscious decisions. Um, so very like cut to the chase sort of sort of business. All I can think of, Lauren, is that we need to get Shelby – a charm bracelet and have like a little bead of every crystal. She's like, oh, Red, I, yeah. oh, I could use that. I could use, <laughs> that. Like, I could use that. Just She'll wear this just all the time. All. Yeah. She's Shelby, I think this podcast is showing you you could use therapy. <laughs> <laughs> um, citrine, which we mentioned, right? We mentioned that. That's what we mentioned I earlier. Mean, citrine. Yeah, yeah. Not mentioned citrine, no. Okay. Which, what's the one that's like chalk? Selenite. 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 Okay, well, citrine's the one that I confuse with selenite. Um, which, oh, selenite. Lauren has a yeah. giant chunk. Yeah, it's yes. beautiful. I'm, I'm sure there's a better term than chunk. <laughs> that's, is that not She has the, a large piece. A large piece. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
listen, the museum world, that's what they would call it instead of a chunk. It was a large piece. <laughs> a large piece of, yeah. A large piece of. So my very um, informed chunk of, okay, so citrine um, is supposed to st- uh, spark enthusiasm, creativity, and concentration, Re- helps you release negative emotions, um, encourage opti- optimism, warmth, and motivation, and clarity, um, enhance your mindfulness qualities. I wonder what that, that's, that I feel like on the surface, I know what that means. But then when I think about it, it's like, that's a big sentence of nothingness. <laughs> Enhances mindfulness qualities. What am I being mindful of? Being mindful of being an asshole? Like what? Or maybe <laughs> it could it's be talking, anything. Or maybe it's talking about being in the present. I guess. Like, yeah, no. like being able to ground yourself in the present. I agree with you. It sounds like a, it's very fluffy. Yeah. It's very fluffy sentence. I, I do feel like they they try to keep it vague. So then like anything that happens when you have it in your pocket, you're like, oh, this like, must oh, be thanked to my crystal. Yeah. <laughs> it's whatever resonates for you. Right. Um, it encourages creativity and supports concentration. Um, I could use that too. So a little <laughs> chunk of that on that bracelet. Um turquoise or i think i already have it because i think lauren you gave me selenite right that little I gave you a straight little piece of selenite. yeah yeah so but selenite um, and citrine aren't the same thing right yeah but in my mind they are <laughs> and so i already have it <laughs> they're, not, they're different colors even yeah i just gotta put put like an orange foil in front of it no, just like no, it's not just put it under an orange light um Oh, mercy. Turquoise <laughs> is supposed to soothe emotions and attract good luck, um, help balance your emotions, and support spiritual groundedness. Um, I can't I actually... remember. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, you I, go. I was going to say, I can't remember which group it is specifically. I think it might be multiple groups, but um, if you really want to d- deep dive into the properties of turquoise, definitely... Um, look into like indigenous mm-hmm. persons um, yeah. because turquoise is to certain groups, but I think multiple groups um, ha- has, a, it's like, it's a very sacred stone. Yeah. Um, definitely in like the South yeah. uh, area in like the Southwest of the United States. Yeah. Like I want to say indigenous like Utah, groups. Yeah, Nevada. Utah. Yeah, Nevada. No, wasn't which is the one? New Mexico, New Mexico is the one I'm thinking yeah. of. Arizona. Yeah, those those kinds of people native to there, mm-hmm. um, and even farther south because I think there was just a lot in around there, right? Yeah, like I believe so in I that believe, area. Yeah, and I think uh, take this with a grain of salt. Um, and gosh, I can't remember his name. Uh, I was watching this YouTube video of, um, I think he's Navajo, um, but he's an elder and he does like really short little videos about like um, their belief system and things like that. But I think he was talking about how like when they were mining for silver around there, they were just like white people. When white people were or colonizers were mining um, silver out there, they were just throwing the turquoise away because they mm-hmm. didn't They didn't like- realize it had any value right um, yeah. and so indigenous people were going in and like taking it because you weren't supposed to take it from the earth like you were supposed to mm-hmm. like it was supposed to be an exchange mm-hmm. so to them they're like committing this really like 
horrific faux pas where it's like you're just tossing like one of the greatest gifts mother earth can give you because you want the silver and you don't see any value in this so yeah yeah, it was it was very interesting and shelby i'll send him to you so you can link him yeah yeah send me the link and i'll i'll put it into the bottom if we can find it yeah um i i think my grandmother-in-law gifted me a bunch of turquoise jewelry and I have it like Mm. saved somewhere I can't remember if I gave it away or not it was before I was in it's before I knew how how exciting crystals could be um I mean I gave it away to a friend so it's like you know right circle of of exchange of of things you know maybe she needed it more at that time than I did um because but boy I could use those balancing emotions (laughs) (laughs) Maybe my spirit guides knew I wasn't ready yet. <laughs> um, Sapphire is known for prosperity, um, but I'd say if you have money to buy Sapphire, you probably are already pretty yeah. prosperous. Yeah. My wedding um, ring has Sapphire in it. Yeah, and, and you're it, so prosperous. <laughs> well, Tom <laughs> husband is prosperous. I just you know reap the benefits of that. So. <laughs> Hey, prosperity is prosperity. I'll take it. It's in your household. It's there. Um, It's supposed to attract prosperity, happiness, and peace. Uh, I love that it was the ring that I think Kate Middleton has it now. And then before Mm, that, it was Princess Diana had it. That's what I wanted for so long was that ring. I just thought it was the most beautiful thing. I have um, no idea what you guys are My sister in law has a ring that looks a lot like <gasps> that one you're describing. Yeah, here, Brittany, I'll, I'll send with, you a picture of it. Like an oval sapphire with diamonds going around the center. Or, yeah, oh, around it. okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It is a very pretty ring. Here's... It's also a weapon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a small weapon. Hers isn't as big as uh, the royal, royal right. version of the ring. Right. Yeah. Right. It's. I mean, it's really pretty, but it's it's a big old ring, and I think yeah, that one. Yeah, that is a yeah, that's a. And you know me, I just love Princess Diana in the first place. So I do remember. Yeah, I was gonna say anybody that doesn't like Princess Di can go listen to another podcast. Can listen to another (laughs) podcast. I agree. (laughs) That was an excellent way to phrase that, much better than what I was thinking. So yeah, I was gonna say any other podcast. Also, if you don't like Meghan Markle, same thing. Same thing. Get out. I okay, listen, I I don't much care about anybody in the royalty except for the two people that I mentioned who married in. I only like Princess Diana. I like Prince Harry and Prince William enough because they came from Princess Diana. And um, I absolutely adore Meghan Markle. She can do no wrong in my eyes. So I hope she doesn't do any wrong. And then this is used against me in the future. (laughs) That usually happens with celebrities. So I'm knocking on wood for you. We should do like a superstition podcast. We should do yes. Ooh, am, and like other cultures that we are not familiar with. Ooh, I'll look that up. I'll look that up. Yeah, I was gonna say let's do an episode of that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Jade is um another one that's for prosperity and luck. Um that this article didn't have that much on Jade. 
So that's all I got for Jade. Um, it's you very know, pretty, and they're really into Jade rolling now, rolling the yes, the it, gems and, on your face. How do you well, guys feel I've about also that? Heard that rose quartz is supposed to be good for that too. Yeah, I have yeah. a rose quartz one. Yeah. It just feels really good, so I have no idea if, uh, the benefits. Again, but I'm like, this just feels do what really feels great. good, yo. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But as far as Jade goes, if you want to look into once again a deep dive into properties of Jade, if you like Jade and you feel called towards it. Um, deep dive into Chinese traditions because Mm -hmm. jade is a really big thing there like um, with western influence it's not as big anymore but it used to be they didn't have wedding rings they had jade bracelets that that's what you gave as an engagement and like that symbolized that you were married would they like carve them into like certain designs and that would make the bracelet more unique or i have no idea well well, i just on our (laughs) on our crystals deep dive one episode i'll look into it i I was gonna say i only know about it because um i went to a rock and mineral show and there was a um, chinese lady who had different jade pieces that she worked with and she told us about that and i was like oh that's cool and then like later on i went to one of my local chinese restaurants um, and notice that the main lady in the back had a jade bracelet. And I was like, huh. So I was like, um, you know, cause I've gone there several times and she's come out and talked to me before. And so I was like, is that because you're married? And she was like, and she kind of looked at me and she was like, yeah. And oh, I fun. was like, is that something she was like oh yeah we used to do this like that's something that like my grandmother and her grandmother did and i was like oh that's neat and then of course i logged it with the other useless information that i have in my brain (laughs) hey it was useful in that moment it was very useful in that moment you got to have a connection with another person right i'm Um, hope she's doing all right i haven't seen her since before the pandemic so wherever she's at i hope she's doing well yeah um, so Moonstone is supposed to help with inner strength and growth. Guess who needs that? Me. So um, I should just keep a running tab of all the beads that need to go on Shelby's I know. <laughs> Shelby, Basically just, just copy <laughs> these notes. That's what I was going to say. Just send to be really small beads because this is racking up a price tag. All right. I was like, just send us this article and Lauren will take half. I'll take the other half. We'll find little beads and make you this atrocious looking bracelet. I love it. <laughs> you know me. I'm pretty gaudy. Yeah. So um, Moonstone, I have a, more on. Um so it is supposed to encourage inner growth and strength, soothe feelings of stress and instability when embarking on new adventures, um, help you move forward successfully, promote positive thinking, intuition. I really should get some moonstone. You're right. <laughs> um, support success and good fortune. Um, I I don't know. If, I think I've seen moonstone like in YouTube videos, but I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever seen it like in real life. It comes in a bunch of different colors, and usually it has um, a flash in it. So, like, mm. when you move it around, it might have, like, a flash of blue or yeah. whatever. Um, it's, does it almost look like opal a little bit? Like, I think the, the sun that I've seen almost look like opal. Yeah, it can. Um, so, I kind of like it because I really like opal, and I was just I devastated to find that it was not a gemstone I mean, or a crystal. I mean, it, 
tons of people still classify it as a gemstone. Yeah. Oh, and I still will. Yeah. "Eh," You know, but um, moonstone also is really good with um, clairvoyance and dream walking. Ooh. So, yeah. That's a whole nother thing we should talk about. Yeah. Is that, is dream walking like um, astral astral projecting? I don't think so. No. Or is it like lucid dreaming? I would classify it more like lucid dreaming yeah, in my understanding of it. So I, I don't mean, do I that because like- I have sleep paralysis. So like when you try to lucid dream, <laughs> you end up getting a lot of sleep paralysis. So I don't, you know, it's the cross I bear. So, oh my God. Um, Can we take that out of the moonstone? <laughs> I have to tell you guys something really dumb. Are you ready? Yeah. So you know the Atlantis Morset song mm-hmm. that um I'm a blob, I'm a bleep boop blab. Oh no, the one where it's like, um, I'm here to remind you. Yeah. Okay, my whole life. I thought she said cross eyed bear. <laughs> <laughs> so she in my head, I was like because, you know, Atlantis Morissette was big when we were little. And, yeah. like, I was just, I was like, oh, he gave her Well, it was before this- the internet. We couldn't look up the lyrics. Right. And he, I was like, oh, he gave her this teddy bear that meant so much to her. And she's like, you and can't deny cross-eyed. me that you bought me this cross-eyed bear. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> and then I was with short husband in the car. And I was singing it. And he, I think he paused it or something. I went, what did you say? I was like, cross-eyed bear. And he goes, No. It's the cross I bear. And I just looked at him and I was like, that's stupid. And he was like, no, Brittany, it's not stupid. So anytime. It's the cross-eyed bear for me. That's what I'm going to use now. Every every time I hear cross-eyed bear, uh, all I think of is cross-eyed bear. And I'm like, it's that forever now. So yeah. And now that is for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And so Lauren's favorite stone was uh, carnelian. Am I saying that right, Lauren? Yeah, at, at least that's what I call it. At the it. time. Yeah. Yeah, carnelian. Um, yeah, carnelian, which has, um, it gives you powers of self-confidence in all aspects of your life. Um, it promotes passion and inner creativity and um, gives you the power of true expression. So it's like known as the artist's gem or artist's stone. Um, makes so, sense for Lauren. Yeah, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So that's what I have on crystals. Do you guys have any other final thoughts about how you use crystals in your practice or, you know, different things you want to say about crystals? I feel like we're missing like a gajillion of them. Well, (laughs) and it said that uh, in the the Encyclopedia Britannica article I checked, (laughs) like there's just like a jillion friggin' crystals. I mean – like any metal, ice, all of its crystals. I didn't even go over diamonds. Um, eh. Which are a scam. <laughs> Don't buy diamonds. <laughs> tell you what, um, I actually had a jeweler tell me once. Um, he was like, look, if you want to get a gem, if you like diamonds and you want to get a gem that's cheaper and usually has way more flash, he's like, you want to get a white sapphire. Mm-hmm. He's like, they're about mm-hmm. a third of the price yeah. and they usually way have way more fire in them. So my mom bought me and my, well, I'll say sister, uh, me and my sister, uh, white sapphire earrings. And they're like giant chunks because like you just They said. can be. Yeah. Right. Are and they, they look gorgeous. Are they real yeah. sparkly? 
Yeah. I mean, it needs to be cleaned, but yeah. <laughs> well, so does all my jewelry, God. Yeah, since I... the pandemic, none of it's been taken in to be cleaned, so. Yeah. Right. I only I... have one, like, nice piece that I clean, so. For me, I usually take it into the, um, so Tall has been custom made my wedding ring. Mm-hmm. Um, so I take it into the place that uh, made it. Cause they'll forged it this. from the fires. They forged it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I'll get my, um, so my mom gave me an opal ring uh, when I was 15. And I think I've, that's the reason I like opal so much because mm-hmm. that ring is so gorgeous and mm-hmm. I just keep thinking about it and then I look up how much it is to buy an opal ring and I go, I am not that rich. So apparently <laughs> she got it at a pawn shop for super fucking cheap. I need to start going to pawn shops. Yeah, <laughs> she saw it and she was like, oh my God, that reminds me so much of Brittany because I had an Avon ring before that had a fake opal oh, in it and I shout was, out to Avon Avon, and so I was picking up leaves at my grandma and grandpa's house and I looked down hours later and the ring was gone and I searched everywhere for it and I was so bummed out that I lost this Avon ring and so my mom found this ring at a pawn shop and she was like oh, I'm gonna get that for Brittany and so I've worn this thing since I was 15 mm-hmm. it's it's broken twice and I've had it um the same people that made my wedding ring have fixed it reforged so I, reforged and so I get it I get it cleaned in there often but they tell me every single time I go in there they're like if you ever consider selling this ring it is I'll worth- buy it. Don't sell it right. to them. I'll double the price. <laughs> They're like, it's worth some money. And so I yeah. asked my mom how much she paid for it. And she was like, I think it was like $75. Wow. And it's like worth about $2,500 oh, now yeah. or something like that. And I was like, damn, mama. You- I was like, look at you go. But yeah, I usually wear, um, talking about crystals, usually I wear them. Um, but with my rings, it's kind of... Um, it's kind of backwards because your dominant hand is your uh, giving hand and is associated with like your masculine, your divine masculine. And then your um, non-dominant hand is your receiving hand and is considered to be your feminine, like divine feminine. Um, <clears throat> and then I always do it backwards because my wedding ring is gold and I wear it on my feminine side and gold is associated with the sun, so masculine. And then I wear my silver ring on my right hand, which is the moon associated with feminine. So I was like, I'm just balancing it. Completely. You are, yeah. Like, so- <laughs> well, and gender is a social construct. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's the thing too, because I was just like, yeah. And so I kind of laughed and I was like, yeah. people who are ambidextrous are like, I was like, ooh, you could flip between those two right uh, dichotomy is really fast but yeah like that's just in my brain it's kind of a gradient Mm -hmm. you know and then it's something where it's like um depending on like if i'm doing spell work or if i'm trying to invoke something or thinking about that um i will use that because certain certain aspects are considered divine divinely masculine and others Mm -hmm. are considered divinely feminine and they're not what you would think honestly um, well, when you think of giving, like, you know, I, I think when you think of like giving in that kind of way, I mm-hmm. would think of like a housewife giving, giving, mm-hmm. giving to the household, bringing food, you know, putting food under the table and feeding her children and, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
giving up her time to take care of, you know, different things and stuff right. when, and then you were like, it's your giving hand, it's your masculine hand. And I was like, yeah. Cause stereotypically, yeah. like, the stereotypical mm-hmm. exactly meet up with, um, right. Those ideas. That's why I, I kind of like the idea of, you know, and obviously every, anything that works for you works for you and you should do oh, yeah, what you sure. want. If you yeah. like the masculine feminine, or if you don't do whatever you want. But right. I, I do like the idea of, um, kind of degendering the the different sides of things mm-hmm. um just because it it kind of leaves more space open f- for me personally to mm-hmm. not ascribe things um that I've been, you know, taught or conditioned to believe onto these things and really understand them in a in a new sort of more full way. Right. Um but like I said, Brittany it works for her and that's oh, yeah. what she does and we're still friends right and I, you know and I have a lot of people that a lot of friends that don't have that in their practice at right. all um and well and it's not like you're like there's only two genders like you're not no. like I was like that far either like you no. obviously you know you you do it in in so far as it helps with your practice not right. like and, I've and met, so far that it hurts anybody else. <laughs> right. And I've met people who um, are uh, societally considered one gender mm-hmm. and they will be, they will have a lot of embodiments of divine feminine. Let's say that it's a, a cis hetero dude. Right. Right. Um, but they're like in practice and in my, my craft, I am almost always drawn to divine feminine and they, mm-hmm. they ex- exude divine feminine, like, uh, qualities, qualities and attributes and stuff like that. And that's just what they vibe with. And it's mm-hmm. like, you do, you dude, like right. whatever works out for you. And then, you know, the, the babies out there, I'm like, whatever works for you is what works yeah. for you. So I well, don't and, ever... and I, I do think that the whole point of divine masculine and divine feminine as it was like made isn't necessarily like if you're a quote quote woman Mm -hmm. you have to have the divine feminine qualities and if you're a quote quote man then you have Mm -hmm. like we all are supposed to have all of it in us because we're all yeah part of the universe blah 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 yeah right Mm -hmm. so it's it's just a way to show a binary that worked at the time um but now I, i personally for me, it has too much baggage. Oh, for uh, sure. Yeah. And yeah. And kind of limits the thinking for me. Mm-hmm. So I like to, um, you know, get a, as broad of an idea as I can. Yeah. You know me, I love a good rule. And if you give me a rule, I'm going to follow it. Uh, so if you told, if I was conditioned to believe something, it's very hard for me to get out of that idea mm-hmm. when I associate that word to it, yeah. even though like, Obviously, I don't, you know, ascribe to to normal gender roles in like a household or whatever. Like, eh, I'm just kind of like whatever works out, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, and it's so funny because I always like almost feel bad because, um, you know, the the stuff that I'm just like naturally interested in, like sewing and crafting and stuff, is like traditionally feminine. And like the stuff that my my uh, spouse is like naturally good at um, is like he's an electrician. He mm-hmm. does like pow- he has a bunch of power tools. He mows the lawn and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I can mow the lawn, but like 
Yeah. I'd rather make a dress. So I'd well, rather cook dinner while he does it, you know? But that and he'd rather mean- mow the lawn than cook dinner. So right. like we fell into these gender roles and we it's like neither of us could care. And that's just how we ended up. <laughs> right. I mean, that doesn't make you any less progressive right. or supportive right, yeah. of, of people who do it differently. Right. That's yeah. How it, that's how it ended up for you. Right. So this has nothing to do about crystals, but there you go. Right. Like, I, did, <laughs> I did make Brittany an apron once. So if we're wondering yes. about her gender roles yes. in her home. I love cooking. Well, so do she does both, love cooking. Both husbands love cooking too, though. So yeah. just kind of I like... need to stay at your house is what <laughs> I need to do because neither of us like cooking. Of yeah. <laughs> I'll just I send... have to have a recipe and directions. Oh, yeah. I'm we not don't... very creative when it comes to cooking matters. We have... We have recipes that we'll like follow if we don't know what we're doing at all. But a lot of times we'll be we'll see a recipe and go, okay, this is kind of how it works, and then just go forth. And usually it works out. So, but short husband makes the best uh, white sauce I've ever had in my life. Um, I could literally drink it like soup. So, yeah. Yeah, and then Bo- tall husband Bo- makes the best beef stew ever in the whole world. So both of the people in my house are bad at cooking, and neither of us likes it. And I just get stuck doing it because I make him do the other things I like less. Well, hey, I like doing what, the dishes. One of these days, you know, when we'll just have to all live together, and you can sew oh me all of the stuff I want sewn. <laughs> It'll be the most perfect cook. commune. Dude, I telling you, I would love to establish my own shire. Like, I was like, this sounds great. We can be because hobbits are bougie and cottage core at the same time, right? So, so bougie cottage core Capricorn. coming yeah. this summer. <laughs> well, yeah, you're you're not wrong, Lauren. But I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I I just want to commune. We don't all have to live in like the same quarters. Like I feel like we could each have our own houses oh, and yeah. neighbors and have like a community center that we go to for dinner every night and somebody will cook. <laughs> it'll be like and a then, it'll yeah. be a potluck. You know, people bring stuff. I'll bring the vegetables from the grocery store. Um you no, know, just a we vegetable. Would have platter. a garden if we had. <gasps> yeah, Michael commune. Michael could do the garden. He did our garden. Um, So I guess we should do some lightning round questions. Oh, yeah. We still have that. Yeah. Yeah, that. (laughs) So so first lightning round question. What gemstone or crystal reminds you of the other two hosts? Who wants to go first? So I think it's pretty well established that Shelby is amethyst and Brittany is rose quartz. Oh, I'm just going to put that out there. I think that Brittany is. I associate Brittany with opal, and I think mm. it's because of that ring that that, that your mom got. Because like I always and I, I mean, I have ring envy. I think I've envied that ring <laughs> since we were little. And I was like, gosh, that's so beautiful. And then one time, um, while Michael was working in Hawaii, he went to like um, they have like a flea market kind of thing. Mm. But anyway, when I was there, I'd seen like some opal rings, but I like walked plastic because I was like by myself and stuff. And so I told him to go to that thing and look at the opal rings. And they were like kind of the price that Brittany said. They were like a thousand dollars. Like I'm not spending a thousand dollars at a flea market. Um, so I still don't have one. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> On shop. I know. Yeah. I'm going to hit one up. Yeah. The Not next shot. couple of days. So I think Brittany is very opal. And I don't know for Lauren. 
Huh. I feel like it would be like one of those like lesser known, like a warm color, oh, like I associate, citrine. Or, I associate citrine with Lauren. I was yeah. about to say it. Anytime yeah, like I a, think about Lauren. Warm that's color. my birthstone too. Oh, yeah. Or like it's like a version of it. It's either yeah. that or topaz. Yeah, because yeah. I associate Lauren with citrine and Shelby, I associate you with not amethyst, um, which I feel like I should because you're so into it. But well, and it's purple <laughs> and stuff like purple is my favorite yes. color. Yeah. Like it- I kind but of, I, I I'll take two gems. Like I mean, you can I associate of, different gems. I want two gems. To as- <laughs> I kind of associate you with Morganite. Oh really? That oh yeah. I meant to put that one on here and I forgot yeah. when I was yeah. researching. Sorry guys. Yeah. Um, I had never seen Morganite, and then somebody that I know got engaged, and their ring hat was all oh, yeah. Morganite, and it's mm-hmm. so beautiful. And then I got obsessed with it, and then I saw how much it was, and I was like, I'm yeah. never going to have this. Yeah. My secondary one for Lauren is Labradorite. That's one of my faves, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Nice and warm. So what is your favorite gemstone for jewelry? And I think it's pretty well established. Mine's opal. One day (laughs) I'll have it. I also, very high up there, sapphire because of Princess Diana. Fair. I would say that I'm not big into opaque gemstones. I like transparent or clear gemstones mm-hmm. unless it is a black stone opal or a pearl mm-hmm. then obviously you know but um i don't have a lot of stones that i don't like um i'm not big into peridot or peridot depending on who you talk to i i was taught peridot so i say peridot um i'm just not really big into that color green um and I'm not really big into diamonds. I just, I've never have been. I do really like white sapphire, though. Um, yeah. After that jeweler pretty. showed them to me, because I was like, damn, I have never seen a diamond so sparkly. And he was like, well, they're not diamonds. And I was like, ah, oh, that, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> <clears throat> Lauren. Lauren, how about you? I would say diamonds, because I like how they are a neutral, clear color, and they go mm-hmm. with everything. So from that view... I like them. Uh, I have white sapphire earrings. I have regular blue sapphire earrings, if you want to call that regular. Mm-hmm. I have pearl. I got little pearl pendant bracelet. You know, like when you do those oysters, like you'll yeah. see those every once in a while. Like you yeah. pick an oyster and then you just, like we yeah. got ours from Disney like years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, what I have another I think I have some turquoise somewhere from like my great grandma. So supposedly she's got some Native American in her. I yeah. don't know if that's true or not. That's back when she didn't she was adopted and she didn't have like an actual birth certificate with her. Mm. So adopted. I mean it, back quotes. then. <laughs> I mean back then if you well, were it would adopted, been... they, that was a big thing back then. It was two greats. She would have been my great-great-grandma. Right, yeah. Around that time, that's when they were basically, you know, stealing Native American children and giving them to white people. I mean, they they did that until quite recently. So (laughs) it's not in the past thing, unfortunately. But so, so, and I'm I'm doing this to log, Lauren. So you like um, 
very neutral stones that go with lots of things. I do like neutral stones that okay. go with lots of things. Okay. If you're Log- thinking of future gifts. Logged. Yeah. <laughs> this I think this podcast but, has really opened up the gift opportunities right? for all right. three of us. <laughs> but side note, I would still really love a raw carnelian piece like that necklace that you have that that's my mv piece that Brittany okay. has Brittany has all Shall the we, mv pieces yeah, yeah. well and I I kind of shot myself in the foot because I don't wear a lot of jewelry so mm. then I started telling people well don't give me jewelry I never wear it um no. so then now I don't have a lot of jewelry no, Shelby. <laughs> so it that's why have- I have like one piece I clean and it's like well that's a piece I bought myself so yeah. Lauren and I are going to have to make up for that. We're going to buy. You don't have to. I mean, again, I don't wear it, so we're going to get you that super gaudy bracelet. As I got older, I wear more. Yeah. See, well, the Um, thing is, is we could fit it to fit to your ankle, so you just never take it off, and then you wear it all the time. They they have that. Um, Do you remember? I I will try and figure out how to bleep this. Do you remember from school? Which one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and they have a jeweler that does permanent jewelry so she got like three bracelets permanently attached to her wrist i mean you can still just get like some bolt cutters yeah. and take it off but um yeah That's they cool. i think they i think they're like gold like very high quality metal um, as I said, that doesn't rust or anything quality, right yeah i'd break out all over right yeah yeah it's like yeah it's very high quality so that you know it, it doesn't rust or anything on your wrist right um but and it's beautiful and it looks so dainty and just very classy and beautiful. But yeah, people are doing that that permanent thing because that's the thing I do. It's the object permanence issue. Yeah, that I have in the beginning. That's it's a just thing. that unless I have it sitting out in front of my face, I will not mm-hmm. think to put it on. <laughs> so we need to get you a permanent bracelet, right? With some gemstones that are not water dissolvable right right yeah right we're gonna have to that's a tall order but we'll figure it out (laughs) yeah Um, we'll figure it out one day i was gonna say Um, i just bought an earring display thing because oh my god i just saw you meant one earring and i was like a pair the one beautiful earring i I got a box for it no um i got this really cool i got it from etsy and it looks like honeycomb and it's made of i like that and it's meant for you to put your earrings in it's gorgeous. It is not functional no. at all. It those is... those stands where it shows you that it's too much work to get them on and off, and I hate that too. Exactly. And so I, yeah. I um, apparently when I COVID shopped and I didn't remember buying things, <laughs> I found I found one that it's it it's essentially like what you get at a dis- the displays that you see at a store where they have all the earrings on it. Mm-hmm. Essentially, I bought that, and I was like. Sick Britney, you're a genius. Because, yeah, then <laughs> it'll hold all of my earrings because I have a stupid amount of earrings. Um, and then I'll be able to see them. And they're easy. They'll be really easy to get on and off. And so, right. Yeah. So we'll just have to get you. We just have so many gift ideas for you now. Yeah. So, um, so what is your birth gemstone and do you like it? Who wants to go first? So we already talked about mine briefly citrine slash topaz i like it i've grown to love it more so now that i'm older but when i was little i thought that was just like the worst choice of all of them i was like really (laughs) yellow like yellow is not a good color against my skin tone so 
Is it July that was diamond? I was always envious of whoever, whatever month was diamond. Because that's what I wanted when I, I was younger. I think April younger. is diamond. April? Yeah. Yeah. I'm January, so mine's garnet. And I had like the same sort of thing when I was younger. I was like, this is just ugly. Uh, now that I'm older and I don't live in such a dark home, I just all of the homes that I've lived in <laughs> just been like not well lit. Um, and so like it looked you know um, garnet looks almost black also like the pieces that i would get would be really small because we were very poor um and so but now like when i see garnet and it's a little bit bigger and you can see it in like a bright light it looks a Mm -hmm. lot more beautiful Mm -hmm. and i appreciate it a lot more but yeah growing up i did not much care for garnet yeah mine's a blue topaz or turquoise and um yeah i like it you know i didn't really ever feel like a big calling towards it but like it was pretty and i was like all right if you could change your birthstone what would it be i think mine i would i i don't know i think when i was younger i would have picked diamond now that i'm older i would have picked sapphire Mm. but i you know i'm kind of liking emeralds too and now i I can't decide between the two I love yeah. emeralds. See, I, my neutral self wants to pick like a black stone now. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think I would do. For me, like since I'm a December baby, like emeralds make sense to me, or mm-hmm. a pearl because, like you know, green oh, is a would be major a color, and then pearls are snow. And yeah, but yeah, I I don't know. I like. I don't dislike my birthstone, but I'm also not like Gaga over it. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, we're changing all the birthstones. Stay tuned. We'll <laughs> send out a new list. We'll get Wikipedia updated. Thank you. We'll have like five gemstones yeah. for each. Yeah, five. Month. You can get yeah. a choice. We don't want any yeah. more children being disappointed. Right. Yeah. That's that's a very two thousands look, and we're we're looking forward. Yeah. We're, we're gonna go that. into the twenties and thirties of this century with better birthstone choices with options. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys, we made it through another episode. Look at us go. Um, So our next episode topic is going to be Zodiac Basics. And you guys, you can write in all of your things that you want to write in. And we'll be able to see it maybe before we record. Um, So that's the new thing that's going to happen now that we've released some episodes. I'm so excited, you guys. (laughs) Um, Remember to email your questions, comments, and stories and more to charmedandalarmed at gmail.com. I realize now that I've been forgetting to say, like, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Charmed and Alarmed. Um, Yeah, we have other social media. We have we have a social media. You can contact us, not via email. Oh, I did want to shout out. So um, we posted a picture of the derpy deer that I talked about in episode one um, onto our Instagram. And a lovely podcast called Live Laugh Larceny commented on it. And they were like, oh, she looks like a petty criminal because they do stories about petty criminals. <laughs> and I started like I started listening to it. They sound delightful. Mm-hmm. I love them. It's one of my new favorite podcasts. They have a very bingeable backlog. Um, so they have about like a year and a half, I guess, or a year and more than a half of episodes. So um, they, go give them a, lif- a listen. Live, laugh, larceny. They're very funny. 
Um, one of them, I messaged them because I loved it so much. Um, and one of them described it as like um, the Beach Too Sandy of Petty Criminals, which Beach Too Sandy is another podcast that I listen to, um, mm-hmm. where they read reviews very dramatically. So Live Laugh Larceny, they um, tell these petty crime stories very dramatically and they're delightful. So I wanted to shout them out too. Um, and then don't forget to rate and review the podcast. We may or may not start a Patreon, so feel free to Google that if we've done it. Um, we'll have a link to it if we do start it. I haven't yet. Um, we probably have to wait until we have more time in order to put things on Patreon. So that's probably when we'll start it. Um, and enough followers. Yeah, and enough followers. Um, <laughs> That's important. <laughs> yeah, but it was just so exciting to see like all of the different places that people were yeah. listening from. It was just so wonderful. And we just really wanted to express how much we love all of you uh, who are listening. Um, thanks so much for listening. I'm Shelby. I'm Lauren. And I'm Brittany. And we are... Charmed. And... Alarmed. Have a good night, guys. Bye. Bye.